All right. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Devos Spikizi at DevNexus. We are live here with um, Oleg Shalayev. Uh, Hi. Representing uh, Atomic Jar. Yes. Look at the t-shirt. That's, that's our camera. And um, test containers. Yes. So, first of all, before we start talking about test containers, what is Atomic Jar? What it has to do with test containers and what's going on? Test containers, well, let's start with test containers because right. open Sounds source good. is the, the, the source and the root of the story. Mm -hmm. So test containers is a collection of libraries that simplify integration testing by providing you a neat, like, programmatic API for managing your service dependencies like Kafka or databases or Elasticsearch or Kubernetes cluster or HiveMQ and other, other services that your application might need for integration testing and you can run them in Docker containers naturally from your integration tests. And you can manage that programmatically uh, with the neat API. There are libraries in, in Java, Go, Node, uh, Rust, Python, uh, three libraries in .NET, which we need to kind of simplify. But it's a, it's, a, it's a large community project. It started with the Java version seven years ago. And yesterday, actually, we had a seventh birthday. So congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, and it's a neat library. People love it. People have been using that for, for, for ages. So th the idea is you have an integration test and you want to test integration with your database. So instead of starting like in process derby that is different from your production database in many ways, or actually trying to get an environment that will be like production-like, but then those environments are fragile and expensive. Instead of that, you actually have a container that runs the right database, and it's all very, like, very yes. easy to use, easy to start, Ex easy yes, to exactly, queue. exactly. So you you, you run your test against the real technologies that you're going to run in production, right? So that would be your real Postgres or your actual, I don't know, Oracle database. So your test will not stumble upon any incompatibilities with, I don't know, any substitute. And the biggest plus is that configuration is in the same place where your code is. So your code controls the environment, and you don't need anything besides access to Docker runtime to run your tests. So and you, it you will configure be it actually inside the test because you had all those integration with all those languages. Yes. So you can start it in Java yes, from exactly, the unit. Exactly. Or so you don't need an external YAML file to configure like how your services connect to each other or expose things to you, how you map files, copy files back and forth, configure them. You have programmatic API, which is very, very good because for your integration tests, you actually want a lot of flexibility because it's not like you need to start your database once, right? You want to have an isolated environment, repeatable isolated environment, which you will configure for the particular test case. Example, for example, you need to add the schema for your database. Some tests you might need to have a corrupt schema or some tests you need to like send the data in a particular way to actually test particular edge cases, right? So you have to have this flexibility and it's really, really hard when the configuration is external because first they will absolutely certainly desync with the code and the external, it's just like with documentation. Right. Right. And so while it's all in the code, it simplifies the whole workflow, right? As a developer, you just check out your project, you run your Maven tests or something, and your environment is being set up for you automatically. So there is there are no way to get it wrong. 
So, and you have fine-grained control on like the life cycle. You can set up like either isolated environments for every test or like for a class uh, or for a set of classes. So you have like really control how much you want, how much isolation you want between those, or which is a little bit of a trade-off between say performance of tests, uh, even though we try to make it as fast and as lightweight as possible. But it's still, like if you can reuse some infrastructure for some things, it might be beneficial for you. So that sounds like an amazing project that everybody should use. Yes, absolutely. And I guess and they, uh, they do. Everybody, everybody are pretty yes, much, right? Yes, it's hard to find a project which has some use cases for like external services, like a, a web application with a database that doesn't use test containers. It just, it's a very, it becomes a very de facto solution. Just recently, I think at, at the end of March, the technology rater by ThoughtWorks added test containers into the, right into the adopt category. Okay. And they said it's such a perfect thing that is a description that test containers, they think test containers is the default option for creating programmatic environments for tests and lots of lots of nice words about how repeatable, stable, reliable, lightweight it is. It's that's it just, it, that's it a great compliment. It's a great and compliment. You mentioned that it was like seven years birthday yesterday and I think you wrote a blog post that's summarizing the progress of test containers in those seven years with some interesting numbers for adoption and what's not. Yes, so yesterday was a, a, like a very interesting milestone, which is seven years birthday. And also, we, the, for the first time in forever, we did a slight rebranding. So changing the logos and changing the colors and actually figuring out like what font do we want to use for test container related <laughs> things. So there's actual branding now. So you combine those two things, and we had a release. We also had a 1.17 release for test containers Java. So it was like a fun day, and we decided to publish a little bit of some stats on the growth in the recent numbers, in recent months. Now, this is interesting. So where, where test containers stands now? So uh, there are a number of stats that we can look at, I think. So one of them is from the Maven Central, which is the monthly downloads, which I think for March was around 6 million. We, we all understand that this is not the, the, the actual number because, well, most projects will have some sort of caching or private mirrors that don't actually hit the Maven Central on every download. Yeah, but that's but that, uh, but it's the other way around, right? It's, it's a lower bound. Whoever cached it actually used it once. Yes. And this is the yes. real number. Yeah, this is Whoever the didn't cache it and download it on every test, this is what kind of brings the numbers to the unrealistic realm. Yes, so yeah, you can you can look at this uh, this and that, but uh, well, I th I think there are more people who are caching that internally than just yeah, individuals. Yeah, I, I agree. Most of the projects uh, those days are going to cache their dependencies. Absolutely. We're going to s s host uh, Gradle Fox soon. They're going to talk about their cache. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But makes this sense. those are the people who downloaded it at least once. Right. Right. right and right. then another metric that we also get from the Maven Central is the number of unique IPs from which people are downloading which kind of sorts, uh, sort of gives you an idea, like it removes the, the cloud CI builds. Right. Because those have the predefined set of IPs usually and they're reusing those. So, and that is at a little bit more than a million, I think like million 200,000 or something like this. So unique this is IPs. like the unique users yes, actually. That is this that is closer to yes. oh. how many projects use test yeah. containers. And we can say easily more than a million. 
Yes, yeah. yes, more than a million. And another, another stats that we do have is one of the components of test containers, which is a very interesting piece of software, it's called Druk. Mm -hmm. It's a containerized reproof with the resources because what test containers does, very interestingly, is it's not just like you want to spin up the containers. It's not like just creating the environment, but a very, very important part of that is actual cleanup because you run your test and you, you want you, your test to be isolated. So after everything is done, you want to, <coughs> sorry, you want to stop the containers. You want to remove the containers. You want to remove the, the images if you need, don't need them anymore or intermediate images from your Docker build files. So there is a component called Rook, which is which which is runs in the container and we started for, for the test. So you need to download that container from Docker Hub or like whatever your private registry that mirrors that. So I think uh, the cumulative downloads for that is currently at 50, more than 50 million. So that wow. is a quite a respectable number of pulls from, from Docker Hub. Right. Which is, which is, which shows just uh, that is a healthy project that many, many people are using all over the world. And you should be maybe consider looking at it as well. Uh, so this is test containers. All right. Uh, integration tests made easy. They're like, you can find a session or two in the world at any conference. Uh, are you speaking about test containers? Yes, just after lunch. Oh, so if you go. are DevOps, so uh, DevNexus. If you are in DevNexus, don't miss all this yes. stuff. Yes, uh, yeah. after lunch today, just in a few hours. Uh, or blogs or documentation. So plenty of resources, just look at the info. So if for some bizarre reason you are not using test containers yet? Yes. You should? Yes. All right. Get on with the program. So that is the test containers, the open source project, an excellent, excellent library, a collection of libraries for different languages, right? right. So it's not just Java. If you have company uh, like departments which use Go or Node, you can use the same approach for all the languages, which, is, which is a great, great idea. Now, welcome the company Atomic Jar. This is the company made by the founders and maintainers of Test Containers Java. Mm -hmm. uh, it started, it's a small startup where currently at, uh, as some people put it, 11 to 50 people. We're 12. <laughs> which is more than Wait, 11, which less is more than, than 50. 11. Yes, that less than works. 50, excellent. So it's a small startup. And what we're building, we're building a, a cloud version, sort of a software as a service backend for integration tests running with test containers. What does it save me as a developer? I, I want to use cloud when it saves me work and resources. So what test containers in the cloud saves me? Yes. <laughs> there are a number of benefits. So what it does ac actually, it's a backend for running your Docker containers from your tests in the cloud. So instead of running them using a local Docker on your machine or uh -huh. in your CI, your tests run locally in the same your like worker locally, but the containers are started in the cloud. Okay. Which gives you a number of benefits. First, cloud has infinite resources. So that means that you can you can run your containers more efficiently. You don't hog and uh, get uh, they consume the resource of the local machine. So that first makes it more efficient to run. Second, it gives you amazing opportunities for, for example, for parallelizing your build because you can easily run your unit tests in, in like with four or eight threads on your local machine. Mm -hmm. But if every thread needs to create like a few Docker containers with few Oracle databases, you easily can exhaust the resources of, of, your, of your hardware. In the cloud, there is no such problem because you can parallelize, you can get isolated uh, sort of environments for the containers. It runs very fast, you save time, you, your test suite runs much, much faster. So you, you can run more of the uh, tests 
um, how do you call it, parameters or more of the test variations, yeah. it means that you can test more scenarios yes. and get uh, better quality. The same time, right? So right. Or, or you can, well, you run the same tests, but in, in less time. Yeah. So if your test suite is very extensive and you would like to yeah, speed it up. Yeah, but you know what happens. If it takes too much time, people start like writing less tests. Yes, <laughs> and this is like this is very bad, right? What we want to do, we want to all live in a world with better software. Right. And the only way to have better software is to have better tested software. Because if you don't test go. it, it never works. So better software by running more tests. That makes perfect sense to me. Yes, and we are trying to help this uh, both from the technology to create tests better and run them tests better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, uh, and th that was, uh, come come to the frame. That's uh, Sergey Gorov, and hey, he hey is, uh, no, uh, not yet, uh, not, not yet, not yet. Okay. Uh, ah, yeah, no, you're good. This okay. is this is Sergey Gorov, he is the CEO of Atomic Jar. Yes, it's and not here. Yeah, no, but it's, but it's here. <laughs> And he's going to augment this empty bottle with the right yeah, logo have an empty of bottle, so yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> saved for atomic jar and test containers. Wonderful, perfect. Right. So, and there are other advantages to this as well. So, we if we run our containers in the cloud, we can run them. So, very often people, especially with new hardware like new Macs with the ARM chips, right? You not always can have uh, a Docker image that will run your technology that you need. That makes sense. Uh, on on ARM architecture. For example, I've heard some people have problems with with various databases, document stores, uh, and so on. Right. So if you run them in the cloud, there is no pro such problem because you can run them. We can run them with the in the Intel VMs, uh, and and it, it runs normally. So it like the full decoupling between your your actual runner for the tests and runner for the containers is is a great benefit. That makes sense. And also, the third point is you can also save it, uh, save save money, literally, on reducing the the cost and the sort of the the power of your CI workers, because if you don't need to run uh, those those heavy containers, you don't need to provision your CI worker uh, to the same level. That right? makes perfect sense. So and then you actually save on those subscriptions in the cloud CI yes. services because yes. you need smaller machines that yes, actually exactly. run less time. Yes, because and, th and then when it needs to have those like capacity to run those heavy containers, you can use Test Containers Cloud as a, in a, like a serverless manner, right? So you only right. pay for what you actually sort of use. I love it, I love so it. It's currently in private beta, so it's not like everyone can just jump on the, on the bandwagon and, uh, and get access but to this, yes? I know a guy who knows a guy who knows the CEO of the company yes. and might ask for access to the there private beta. Yes, there is a URL. So if you go to testcontainers.cloud, there is a web form that you can fix, you can figure out, you can set, uh, give us your information and say like, oh, I would I like have to a get better access. Idea. Forget about that. Um, you see on the bottom there, of there is uh, right, right there, uh, right, uh, no, no, it's actually, wait, 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 wait. It's, it's here, yeah, right here. Ah, here we go, I got it. Right here, we have the Twitter handle of Oleg, and his DMs are open, so you can just ask him to get access to the private beta, and maybe cut the line, and this is a unique perk for listening to the DevOps speakeasy at DevNexus. Oleg, thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Yep. And uh, yeah, check, obviously start using these containers if you still don't, and start planning on having better tests 
uh, faster and cheaper by using uh, the test containers cloud by Atomic Jar. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, we are...